Blurred Alliance University. You already know classes in session. You rocking with J Rock, McFly Smith. Yeah, I mean, twenty two episodes in, a whole year in. It was just a year this past November. So moving into the next year, we still get questions. People ask, "What is a blurred?" I mean, I still get that question when I have my blurred shirts on. If people see the social media, if people see the podcast. So before we go any further, especially with going into the new year, twenty twenty three. Just wanted to talk a little about what being a blurred means to us. So for you personally, what what does being a blurred mean to you, bro? Being a blurred. Honestly, bro, I wouldn't even have known about it. I didn't even like, you know, because all we ever said was nerd, you know, until mm-hmm. you really introduced it. So nah, man, being a blurred is it's it's incredible to see that there's so many people that are just like us, you know, because you was only my other film buddy, to be honest. Nobody was really watching, <laughs> yeah. you know black cinema like i was so to find someone that also likes marvel star wars you know dc all the other blurry stuff we talk about is it's amazing to see that there's just this wide range that i didn't even know existed so getting on tiktok you know seeing you building up this whole alliance and everyone just popped up and they're just so happy and excited that they have a safe place and environment they could go to where they could just be themselves you know because we're not Mm -hmm. really allowed to do that on the other side so no being a blurred is probably one of the most incredible things i ever found out about myself seeing all my other people just jump in joy at the nerdy stuff we always talk about it's it's priceless bro it's one big family so thank you thank you for bringing us together (laughs) i mean i try i try you know me i get down feel me Niggas gotta have a certain pedigree to get here you know what i'm saying But nah, man, I feel you because people, again, they ask us, what does being a blurred mean? Why does it have to be a blurred? Why can't it just be a nerd? But people got to realize that we're black people. Me and you were black men before we're nerds. So that's going to help shape how we see life and also how we see entertainment. You feel me? Because the nerd fandom space, whether it be DC, Marvel, comics, entertainment in general, really hasn't been a safe space for us. (laughs) since the dawn of time to be honest like the safest space in the nerd culture for us was typically in hip-hop and in comics especially with the rise of black comic book characters black comic book heroes villains whatever the case may be but now that we're infiltrating the spaces of fantasy book culture um even academia bruh like if you're just a nerd whatever you consider being a nerd as whether it's anime comics academia books i mean there's more of us out there and sometimes i know we can feel alone sometimes it feels like no one's really out there that looks like us and is in this space but that's just not true i mean look at us and look at what we're doing with the podcast and and connecting with all these people and it's it's just great man because like you said we're, we're all black but we're not a monolith at the same time you feel me like we're not all the same we're not all straight we're not all gay we're not all growing up in the suburbs or growing up in the inner city and again it just shapes how we see nerd shit <laughs> like who else would think a goofy movie a movie literally about dogs <laughs> trying to go on a cross-country <laughs> trip with his pops or his son to a concert of a fictional character like Powerline is a black film or like turn Lord of the Rings into like a BET movie on social media, or even think of like a cookout with all the black comic book characters, kind of like the shirt I have and like the videos we'd be making and stuff like that. And it's just amazing to see that again, we're not alone in this and that 
our culture, the way we talk, the way we see life, it can be easily understood in terms of African-American vernacular, and it can be understood in cultural norms and cultural significance. Like even using Tyler Perry sounds for like (laughs) Twilight jokes or like jokes about teen dramas, you feel me? Like you be doing, (laughs) you be doing like all the teen drama shit using real black ass sounds. Like, (laughs) I'm just like, like you you know what I mean? Because it's, you know, you know, seeing people, you know, I'm on both sides. So, yeah, watching grown up, watching them shows and seeing other people also enjoyed it just like I did. It just, it works out, man. And it's kind of yeah, cool man. to be a part of it. Yeah, and it's not white shit. Yeah. You feel me? Like, we've gotten to the place where it's not considered white shit anymore. Yeah. Because growing up and stuff like rock, comics, there's like this white shit. But we're blurred, you feel me? Yeah. <laughs> like, <and> we gonna <laughs> keep being black and excellent, nigga. Oh, God. <laughs> so, if you're new here, if you're, if this is the first episode you're catching, welcome to the Blurred Alliance University. We do things a little bit differently here, as you can tell. But we're going to get into some entertainment news. You feel me? A lot has happened since we've had our last episode. So what had happened was we're going to start with Marvel because the Across the Spider-Verse trailer just dropped. Shit is beautiful. Like, I'm, <laughs> we already know what Into the Spider-Verse did for us, for the culture, just for advancing superhero movies in general, especially in the animated sector where there's not even that many MCU dc theatrical released movies because you know the dc animated universe is solid right it's very solid but they rarely get theatrical releases i think the last one was like league of super pets like you feel me but into the spider-verse that's legitimately one of the best superhero movies in general of all time in my eyes and now that we're getting the second one they said it was originally supposed to be two and a half hours just one movie and it was supposed to be in-game level type epicness they split it up into two movies they released the trailer it still looks like it's going to be in-game levels of epicness to me but but what you think bro no yeah no that shit looks incredible like truly just incredible pretty sure i saw that first one like four times in theaters took the kids took moms and everyone (laughs) liked it so obviously it's family friendly family friendly and (laughs) friendly and it's truly just I don't know. I just really love that movie. Like, it really sparked a lot. The animation, the style of it. It's incredible. You know, my baby's in there voicing like a true legend that she is. A uh, true legend? You know. <laughs> you know. <laughs> you take it one step farther every time. What are you talking about? <laughs> the true legend that my woman is, you know what I'm saying? Um, but no, overall, yeah, no, I'm really excited, bro. I know it got delayed, but I'm glad. Obviously, they needed to because mm-hmm. what they just dropped was already a masterpiece, and that was just a trailer. So I can't wait to see this shit in theaters. It's gonna be amazing. Yeah, this shit looks fire. And I think someone counted the number of significant Spider People that were in the yeah. trailer. It's up to like 25. We got like the PS4 Spider Man, Spider Man India, Spider Woman. Uh, spectacular Spider-Man yeah. from the animated show. Like they they're going in. Spider Punk, Daniel Kaluuya is voicing them. Like this is gonna be fire. I- I'm ready for it. It's dropping in June 2023. We're almost to the new year, so we only got a few more le- months left to wait. And sticking with Marvel, and also sticking with Spider-Man, Donald Glover is starring in and producing <laughs> a hypno hustler movie. He is a Spider, a lesser known Spider-Man villain. 
with powers to hypnotize using music. It's typically a guitar. He has boots that have knives in the soles and has knockout gas. And yeah, (laughs) (laughs) if what I'm describing sounds ass, it's because it sounds ass. Like it really does. It really does. Like, I don't know how to feel about this, bro. Like Donald Glover, I feel like can't really act. We talked about this before, bro. Like he's the weakest link in Atlanta. Love Atlanta. You feel me? But he's not, he's not top tier actor like that. And solo, he was pretty weak as Lando to me. Like, I mean, that whole movie was pretty weak. And now we got this. Um, it sounds like a black exploitation film to me, but what you think? I don't know. I mean I mean, I don't know. I mean, it does sound ass on paper, obviously. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, I agree. Donald can't act. I mean, outside of, you know, Atlanta, he's just He's just Donald, like, <laughs> he's mm-hmm. just Donald. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, he's a musician. This this villain's a musician. So maybe it will work. Um, I I don't know, man. I'm just, you know, I like Donald. <laughs> You're trying to be optimistic. I like Donald. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's Donald. But yeah, no. I don't know. I don't know what to think. It'd be cool, though, because, you know, it's music, a music villain, basically. So... I don't know. Maybe he'll sing us to death. I <laughs> <laughs> sing us to death, bro. I don't know. You are not making this better. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he said maybe he'll sing us to death. Hey, Who knows? Hey, it's possible. You know, him playing the guitar real smooth. Uh, you know, the taco meat will probably be out. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, Lord. Nah. Nah. He got he to gotta start putting that away. But you know I, mean? I, feel, I mean... I hear you though. I hear you, especially with him being a musician. If they get Ludwig on the score, I mean, the music's gonna be top tier, no matter what. No, true. Because Ludwig did all his mixtapes, did all his albums too. So if they get Ludwig, I mean, that that's already a step up in my eyes. But again, there's not much information here. There's not a release date. Donald Glover is really the only person attached to this. Um, so we we gonna <laughs> we gonna see. <laughs> Good luck, Donald. We rocking with you. <laughs> Man, I'm not gonna go that far. <laughs> I'm rocking with you, Donald. Because if this is ass, you feel me? We gonna have to call it like okay. it is. Well, okay. Listen, it's not like we can blame him for Han Solo. That in itself was trash. Okay, and then after that, I mean, what you mean we can't blame him? Like he was Lando, nigga. I mean, was he really though? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> In the credits, yes. As far as him portraying him, nah. But <laughs> we ain't even gotta talk about that. That's a whole other tangent, nigga. Like we ain't gotta do that. All right, all right. But sticking with Marvel, of course, we all heard about Daredevil. He's coming back. Seen him in She-Hulk. He's getting his own series on Disney Plus. Daredevil: Born Again. Charlie Cox has come out and has confirmed that he's shooting from February 2023 to December 2023. That is a super long shoot, especially for a TV show. So hopefully they're taking their time, making sure they're getting it right. He hasn't read the script yet, but he has confirmed that he feels like it's going to be just as dark as the Netflix Daredevil, just not as gory, which is understandable because Disney Plus's name is actually going to be on this one. Not like they just pulled it from Netflix. And it's going to be interesting kind of seeing how they integrate this tone, this feel into the greater scheme of the MCU. 
Um, but what you think about the news, bro, with it just being dark and, and less gory? I mean, yeah, they would have to stick with that in the sense because, you know, Netflix has always been top tier on the mm-hmm. gory and dark and they really captured, you know, what we wanted. So no, they, they definitely have to stick with it. But like I said, I don't I don't even remember Daredevil being that gory like that, especially mm-hmm. after watching Punisher, because I feel like that was like some gory stuff. <laughs> um so yeah, no, I think, you know, they introduced the TVMA rating. They got the parental controls. So if any kid or anyone sees Daredevil, that's on you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So at this point, they know their fan base is mostly at this point adults because we grew up with it. So no, yeah, they need to stick with what they're doing. Um, I like, I don't want anything Disney-fied. That's not why I watch Daredevil. So yeah, hopefully they do it right. But the gory, I guess I just don't remember. Yeah, like you said, bro, I think we don't remember because we watched Punisher right after Daredevil season two. So Daredevil wasn't over yet, but we watched Daredevil first. True. And then we got to Punisher and it just like ratcheted that shit up to like times 10. (laughs) So then when we came back to Daredevil, it's like, oh, it's ain't that bad. He's just a nigga getting (laughs) his head crushed by a car door. Like, you feel me? But I thought that shit was it's, cool. Yeah, right, right. Like it's like, oh, this shit isn't that bad because we just saw fucking Punisher run through a whole prison yeah. by himself. <laughs> like, For thirteen so episodes like, of death, <laughs> just death. So like, Punisher was so intense, so much more violent that when we got back to Daredevil, it was a shock. Because I feel like once we got to Daredevil, MCU had been out for a minute, you feel me? We got to Daredevil, it came out, and I was like, oh shit, like, this is actually hella adult. Like, they cussing in this bitch, they fucking in here, they killing, like, it was like, it it was really ratcheted up, like, oh, Netflix ain't fucking around with this Marvel shit. And then, of course, we still got the MCU going, then we hit Punisher, which is all of Daredevil times 10, especially as far as the violence goes and then we come back to punish or come back to daredevil in the mcu and it's like mm, it's not that bad i guess yeah. but still daredevil compared to the disney plus shows that we've gotten right no, like it, it's night and day so as far as the gore it's understandable i mean it's disney we we knew it was coming it's not gonna be exactly like the daredevil on netflix but i feel like as long as they keep the tone I feel like people won't really complain or anything like that. Keep it, keep it dark, you know, keep it pretty serious. I mean, complain. I know Daredevil still has, you know, humor and stuff like that, and they're still going to interject it with the humor and shit. But the baseline tone, I feel like you can't really change that, especially with the fan base it has. Um, and it's just going to be interesting seeing them integrate that, integrate uh, Deadpool, even integrate Blade, because, I mean... I know they said Blade would be PG thirteen, but I'm gonna need that shit rated R. I'm, I'm not even gonna lie to you. Rated <laughs> R, but I don't know. I feel like <clears throat> I feel like PG thirteen is a little tougher now. You know what I mean? It's not rated R, but I still think they have a little bit of extreme. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, yeah, I, I agree. Blade definitely should be rated R. Yeah, so we're going to see what happens with it. Again, Daredevil is going to start shooting February to December 2023, looking at a 2024 release date. But still, again, in the MCU, a lot of MCU news. Austin Butler, you may know him from the Disney Channel. You may know him from Elvis. His agents are pushing him to be the Human Torch at this point in the new MCU version of the Fantastic Four. Um, Yeah, I don't know about this shit. He's still Elvis. 
it's been <laughs> how long has it been and he's still like in that character i would like my johnny storm to not act and sound like elvis but you feel me that's just me what you think no <laughs> no <laughs> simply no i don't know bro it just doesn't fit like cool it's austin butler he's up and coming i guess in the sense but i'm pretty sure we could find someone else that could play the human torch um we could always bring mike back <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> hell man, no nobody no no roasted on the table <laughs> Bruh, they had him laying there for hella long. Just like, ah! Like, Ben Forstick is one of the, like, saddest tragedies of a superhero movie I've ever seen, bruh. I remember sitting in the theater literally thinking, just like, what the fuck is happening? The movie's goaded, bro. Stop this nigga it. said, bring my Right, I don't want Austin Butler. I don't really understand the hype around him either. Me either. Me either. Especially just with everyone pushing him off one movie. Right? Yeah. Like Like, it's literally one biopic. Elvis. Like no, I don't get it. I really don't. And he's just getting pushed like crazy. Like Miles Teller back in the day. This is a Miles. This is a Miles Teller level push job, bro. Oh God, and it's crazy. Like, like he was talking about, bro. It's like they just see someone with blonde hair and blue eyes, and they're like Johnny Storm. That's him. That's our guy. It's like I'd rather not. So we'll see. No casting news has been announced for any of the members of the Fantastic Four yet. So we'll see how it goes and, and kind of what direction they're taking it in. But now we're getting out of the MCU. Still staying with Disney, though. Everyone knows Pirates of the Caribbean franchise. Five movies deep right now. Originally, they were thinking about bringing back the franchise and rebooting it with Margot Robbie. Earlier this year, they said that idea was dead. But Jerry Bruckheimer, he's the executive producer of the Pirates franchise. He actually came this past week and said that it is very much alive. Not quite in development, but there are still talks about rebooting the franchise still with Margot Robbie starring in it. And I ain't mad at it. I'm really not. I would enjoy a soft reboot of the of the Pirates franchise um, just because I enjoy that shit. The last two were ass. Not even going to hold you. But the original trilogy, they're very enjoyable movies. While flawed, I'm not saying they're, they're works of art or anything, but they cool to me. What you think? I mean, I like Margot, honestly. So, yeah, I, I'd be down for it. I, she got that pirate feel. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, she mm-hmm. look good. Tight dress. Boobs popping. She be solid. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's what they wore. <laughs> I don't mean that in a gross term. It's what they wore. They did, because Kiera Knightley was out there yeah. with a corset. Yeah. All the t- even after she said how uncomfortable they were. She still had them on. Like, what is you doing? She wore the whole movie. Like, the whole movie. So that's what I'm saying. I feel like Margot's style is perfect for that, you know? Um, so yeah, no, I'd be down. But like you said, the the last two were a little far-fetched. But those first three are very entertaining. I still put Thanks. Black Pearl up there, like, top-tier-wise. Um, so no, I'd be, I'd be down for a cool little reboot, a little restart. Margot could carry, I think. I, I think so, too. 
especially if they like have a couple cameos here and there you right. feel me not make the story about the cameos you right. know but have a little call have a few callbacks have a couple cameos and i feel like with franchises now i don't mind reboots when they make sense yeah you know like and like for reboots and we're gonna get into this a little later with terminator talk but as far as reboots with the pirates franchise they were never not profitable like yeah the last two were trash as far as storyline goes as far as really the movie goes but they were still making money and there are still people out there that enjoyed them me personally no but there are still people that really loved those movies and still spent their dollars to go see them as seen with their profit so you got the first four on dvd damn you got the fourth one with the found the youth i don't know about that big dog (laughs) I don't know why, but I do. Yeah, I don't know why, but I do. <laughs> but yeah, I agree because the per- the Curse of the Black Pearl, I think that was like the first PG thirteen live action Disney movie I ever saw, yeah. and like it blew my mind when I saw it when I was little. Like the scenes with them switching between being humans and being skeleton in the moonlight, the walking underwater scene, right. like it has iconic moments for real. And saying. the cast was the cast was top tier. Especially time? at the time. Yeah. Johnny Depp, <laughs> Orlando Bloom, Kiara Knightley, and Jeffrey Rush as your top four build cast. That's a steal. Come on, bro. <laughs> like that's a steal. Like for real, for real. Because they were yeah. in they prime. That's prime time like actors at that moment. And those shots for like what oh three oh three cool man fire like i i just rewatched it not that long ago and the walking underwater scene still fucking Go holds it. up that shit is clean bro my brother yes had the dreads as a skeleton <laughs> cool <laughs> bro still had the dreads. doing that <laughs> they let my nigga keep his hair see that's what i call diversity and inclusion you feel me <laughs> <laughs> it was out there and got it. They killed him first, racist. But yeah, but still going. you know. <laughs> so be on the lookout for that. If you fans of the pirate series, there is some news hopefully coming soon about a reboot. But we're gonna see what happens. Now we're moving over to Discovery B because <laughs> DC is in shambles right now, y'all. For real, James Gunn, as we talked about before, he came in. He's the president. Discovery bought Warner Brothers, so of course they have their their men in there too, men and women, and yeah, they're rebooting the whole DCEU, man. I mean, for everyone that's seen Black Adam, we all saw Henry Cavill come back at the end. Everybody was hyped by everybody. I mean, everyone but me and DJ. Because <laughs> people was talking about it like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they really didn't talk about any plans moving forward. So to to recap everything... Henry Cavill was came back at the end of Black Adam. Black Adam was not profitable, so Black Adam's not getting a sequel. They offered The Rock a cameo in Shazam 2 that's about to come out. And it would make sense for him to take this cameo because Black Adam is a Shazam villain. He declined. He said, fuck that. I ain't doing it. So there's that. Come to find out, they brought Henry Cavill back for no reason because they're not even moving forward with him as Superman, even though they have two Superman movies in development as we speak. They're still creating two Superman movies. They say, Henry Cavill, nope, you got to go. Henry Cavill also is not going back to The Witcher. So he's out as Superman. He's out as Geralt of The Witcher. 
everybody else is pretty much on the chopping block at this point. James Gunn has said that they have a few announcements to make in January, which is in a couple weeks, about the future of the DCU, which at this point is just in shambles because they really just have no plans for anything. They already don't have a Batman. They canceled the Batgirl movie. They canceled a Batman Beyond movie that was about to come out, which is crazy because we would have been in that theater seated for a Batman Beyond movie. The Batman with Robert Pattinson is still not a part of their universe, and they still have no plans for him to be a part of their universe. The Flash is garbage because Ezra Miller is just a garbage human being that just got let off because of white privilege. Aquaman too you feel me they just playing around with some fishes over there with Amber Heard <laughs> that a lot of people aren't even going to aren't even going to see this movie and boycott it just for that reason alone also the same with the flash because I feel like a lot of people are going to boycott that shit too and now we have Aqu- and also Aquaman Jason Momoa wants to be a completely different character in this new DCU so Aquaman is most likely not going to have a future either with all that being said, DC is a walking L. Um, <laughs> you got anything to add, bro? Because this shit is I this told shit y'all. Terrible. I told y'all. I told talk to talk, y'all. Talk your shit. The shit was about talk to your get shit, smacked. Dude. You don't just come in, say, I'm going to buy, and then play. No, nigga, you come in, you buy, and you shut shit down. And that's exactly what they did. And that's exactly what needed to be done. Because all you DC fans been whining and bitching and moaning and groaning, but you still live in the past. So now Henry came back just for fun, and then they booted that nigga out. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) They knew what they was doing. They knew Henry had no business coming back. All right, Superman came out, what, like 40 years ago? We didn't need another one because he was already old. You know what I'm saying? Love Henry. Great guy. All for him. Hope his career blossoms. But it just wasn't gonna happen. We all knew Black Adam was about to flop. That was too much, too much marketing in that. I don't care about Shazam, and I don't think anyone else does either. Honestly, it's kind of just like whatever. Mm-hmm. He was on there talking to whining like I don't know what's gonna happen. It's probably gonna bomb, and that's fine because we didn't want it anyway. All right, Discovery knew. All right. Adding James Gunn was a smart move because he's obviously very intelligent. He knows how to make movies. Guardians, whatever, whatever, whatever. So yeah, no, I'm I'm happy they get a nice, good restart. Hopefully, they go in the right direction. DC can no longer be toxic. I already see them bitching. Oh my god, fire James Gunn for what? Saving y'all? <laughs> you want to fire someone that saved y'all? I will admit, I I am sad about Batman Batman Beyond, but only because I like you know Michael. So that'd been good for me. Um, but uh, no, yeah, no. Fall, motherfuckers, fall. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. for real, like, it just made no sense that they thought he was just going to take over and it was just going to be the same shit. Like, they were just going to keep on creating the same thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, half the shit that y'all have upcoming is going to flop. All the shit that was in development and shit before he got there is going to flop. The only one that I see could blow up yep. is Blue Beetle. Because I feel like Blue Beetle is going to be dope as hell. Like he, Zolo already has a fan base from Cobra Kai. Nigga's been rocking with him for years at this point on that show. 
He's finally about to be a superhero. DC is bringing in a diverse superhero. You feel me? Bringing in a whole Latin character that hasn't gotten its just due since what? Like Young Justice? Like Young Justice, I feel like gave Blue Beetle the biggest storyline in any in any of DC's movies, any of their TV adaptations. And he did that because I feel like one whole season, what was it, the yeah. invasion season, when they had all the Beatles, like the Green Beetle, the Black Beetle, and stuff like that. And people loved that. I, love I that. loved that. You know how that I feel about hell. Young Justice. Young Justice Beautiful. is dope as hell. But now that he's getting his shine in a live action adaptation, a full feature movie, and we've already seen pictures of the suit, it looks dope as hell. So I think Blue Beetle is going to do well. Easy. I'm going to be in that bitch seated for Blue Beetle for sure. Um, and other than that, I mean, moving forward, y'all got to have some new blood. You feel me? Y'all got to have some new characters, some new storylines. Y'all, y'all can't keep giving us Superman and Batman and, and Wonder Woman origin stories. That part. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, if you are going to use those characters, tell a different story. Like, we are, we know all these stories that have been told over the multitude of movies and TV shows and adaptations we have of them. Let's get some new shit in, and that's exactly what's happening. And like you said, people are like, fire James Gunn and shit. It's like, again, what did y'all expect? Like, that we was just going <laughs> keep doing the like, same Why are y'all shit? stuck in the past? Like, I, don't, I don't understand. You complained about it. Now you got some new blood, and you still complaining about it. Because what? You didn't get Henry as Superman? Henry is not young. There's no way this man should still be playing Superman. <laughs> like he already looked old in the first Superman. That's like it's basically Smallville. That's what he is. He's basically that old ass nigga that played Superman in Smallville. You shouldn't want that. And Damn near. Aquaman, I honestly, I ain't give a fuck. The move. I ain't I don't it. see the hype. Wonder Woman Pod, everybody knew that shit was gonna get kicked out first. So then you have Shazam. And honestly, I don't even know the dude's real name except for Chuck. <laughs> I only call him Chuck. Oh, Zachary I Levi. Yeah, I don't fuck with that. He's nigga, not marketable bro. like that. So it's not like, oh yeah, let me go see this movie because Zach's in it. No. So it's like you should want a fresh start. And need I say, Ezra? Come on now. He's already, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Bye bye. So DC fans, honestly. Just be patient and hold on, cause Fuck all that. Quit whining. Like, y'all needed some. Y'all needed some new shit for real. So like, this is what had to happen, and hopefully, y'all shit get better from here. Cause I don't know why you wanted to keep doing the same shit. Cause the same shit was ass. Preach. So we'll see what happens with that. Moving on to a different franchise, Terminator. I mean, we haven't had a Terminator movie in what ten years, twelve, mm-hmm. whatever. Up. It's been a. That wasn't that hmm? long ago, was it? I think so, bro. I don't. I don't even think I went out for college yet really? when that shit dropped. Yeah, bro. <laughs> like it's been a minute since we got the last Terminator movie. I'm pretty sure. But James Cameron, of course, he has Avatar out. He's going on his media tours and talking about all his franchises and shit like that. And he's saying he's looking to reboot the whole franchise. Um. I feel like Terminator is one that you should just leave alone, to be honest. I mean, at this point, of course, it can always be a new story being told, especially now with like AI and things like that. But I feel like that's that story is is just old and played out at this point. Like technology is taking over the world. We've seen it all over all over the place. And Terminator did it very well before. So I don't 
I don't see a reason to reboot this series and reboot this whole franchise. But I don't know. Did you like did you like Terminator as a whole franchise? I, mean, I don't even think they count the whole thing except for the first two, right? Because there's like six in the modes. Bruh. Because there's Terminator. And that other one Genesis, came out in 2019. Right? Terminator. The really? Fate, or whatever the fuck. Arnold. Who was in it? Do you remember? Oh, shit. You weren't at the theater anymore, him, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's why that whole that's shit was, that shit was, was out of there, nigga. Anyway, that's what I'm saying. That's why I was like, nah, there was one, bro. Like, I swear there was. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I remember it now. I remember it. And yeah, like, I don't know. This is just one of them franchises you got to let go. You feel me? Like, y'all already tried it. Like, y'all tried it multiple times. Like, Terminator Genesis didn't even have Arnold in it. Like, two of them bitches didn't even have Arnold in it. So, like, I consider those at least soft reboots, and them shits didn't work. (laughs) So, I don't understand. At some point, I think James knows that he can't direct anything else except for these three categories. The fact we haven't got a Titanic, like, 2000 is beyond me. I'm really surprised. Like, I really (laughs) figured he would make his own story about Titanic and... You know, have niggas re-die again or some shit. <laughs> I mean, he still got so, time. Yeah, no. I like you said, they definitely need to leave this shit alone. Cause it's just like you don't even count the other ones because Arnold wasn't in it. You have the other two, and the first one, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. Second one, I kinda enjoyed. And then after that, yeah, there's a black hole because I don't know any of them. <laughs> yeah, Judgment Day yeah. is for sure the best. Terminator 2 is for sure the best one. Outside of that, it's like, yeah, let this shit die. Y'all tried to bring it back Does Arnold multiple even times. Act anymore? Didn't work. Probably <laughs> not. And if he did, if he did come back, that bag has to Massive. be huge. So, yeah, this whole Terminator reboot shit, I ain't feeling it. Just let that shit die. Um, as far as reboots go, or sequels that's come decades after the last one was released, Rush Hour 4 is now in development. You you know how we feel about Rush Hour, bruh. Rush Hour is one of those series that's just iconic at this point, especially in our community. Um, but a fourth one? Nah. Y'all could keep that. What no, you think? I, I didn't really need it. Um, yeah, because in the third one, didn't they, like, defeat the triads? Like, the whole thing as a whole so like <laughs> who they gonna fight <laughs> i don't know man i don't they probably gonna have them travel to some like uncharted place in like the no world hate to get them out of la right. get them out of china get them in a whole new environment that's yeah, probably what I they mean, i do. love those like i watch all three of them like they're you know classics to me in the sense so it's like right yeah no i didn't i didn't need the fourth one i mean i love jackie i obviously love chris tucker but no, no, I, I felt mm. like that it did perfectly. It was a good little franchise, or whatever. You know, y'all old. I mean, obviously Jackie can still move like he's twelve, but nigga, you're old. You're old. <laughs> you like an old 12. man. <laughs> like you old. Chris Tucker is old. So I don't yeah. know. I mean, hopefully it's funny. I guess. Yeah, we're going to see because, of course, they're going to put this. I feel like it's going to be one of those things that might be like a like an Amazon Prime exclusive, like how they did coming to America and no, shit like that. Jackie, you're down like that. So, 
You don't think so? Because I mean, Jackie's done plenty of movies that haven't got theatrical yeah, but releases. His name though. is pretty big. And honestly, I was kind of surprised at how many people were excited. That shit was all over my fucking everything. Like people were going crazy. People love Rush Hour. I mean, man. most people haven't even seen the third one, which is crazy because it's no, not it's bad. Actually pretty funny. Yeah. So I don't know, but we'll see what happens with that. Like I said, it's in development. Dune 2 has actually wrapped filming now. I know you're excited for that shit. I'll never forget when you saw the first you got theory. You was like, bruh, I don't know. I enjoyed that shit. I truly did. Like, that shit was fucking beautiful. (laughs) I think it's only because I've seen the original. So it's kind of just like, you know, Mm -hmm. from coming from that, from this. It was just just good. Like, it was slow, but I needed that at the time because I think we was waiting for the party anyway. Mm -hmm. And you seen fucking fucking disney on ice don't not so disney i gotta go watch ice, this 18 God. hour movie those are world-class athletes out there and disney costumes going anyways. crazy anyways nigga don't play them and don't knock it till you go that's just magical <laughs> you're so sick <laughs> And I'll be mad too because I know everybody on TikTok, oh, bro, you right. That shit is clean. <laughs> uh, fucking kids. I may tell Never a joke, tell but I will not tell you a lie. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, no, I am excited, bro. And, you know, Zendaya's in it. So hopefully, you know, her part's longer than two minutes. And <laughs> hopefully, yeah. Because this one obviously was more dialogue. So hopefully, the next one will be more action vibes more fighting so we can get to the next part because i think they're doing yeah i think this is it i think they're only doing two parts really if i I'm thought they were doing three kid. i thought it was gonna but be a trilogy i couldn't remember because i wasn't like a fan of it until after i watched it yeah yeah because i know that book is mm-hmm. long as hell too so if they had three like i wouldn't be mad at it just because i know they yeah. have so much to condense into movies um so it'll make sense. But yeah, Dune 2, rap filming. Hopefully it doesn't get pushed back. It looks like it's on schedule. But as far as things coming soon, God of War, live action series. We talked about it before. There was talks about it. You know, it wasn't finalized or anything. But now Amazon has officially ordered a live action series for God of War. Um, People who play God of War, people who heard of God of War, y'all know how legendary that story is. I mean, Greek mythology... You already had me sold. You feel me? Like, if you do it right, you got me sold. And then you add the Norse mythology from God of War 2018, God of War Ragnarok. I mean, the sky is the limit for this series. If they get the casting right, I'm like, this could be one of the all time great series to me. If, if they follow the story, get the casting right. Um, and honestly, I wouldn't be mad if they just casted the actors that played them in the new games, Christopher Judge. Um, and I think Atreus, his name is Sonny in real life. But if they just cast them, honestly, I wouldn't be mad at it. They did the role. Like, they're literally acting like everyone else did in Avatar. Like, motion capture. Yeah. They got the facial recognition. Like, everything. And Christopher Judge is huge. Like, that nigga literally looks like Kratos in real life, bro. But honestly, I- I'm excited for this. You know how I feel about God of War, bro. But what you think? Mm, yeah, no. I think you're right, because that nigga is, yeah, he's he's full of shit. I've been seeing him on TikTok, like, that, that nigga is nigga. massive, and I guess I didn't even think <laughs> about it, 
until I like seen him. I'm like, oh shit. Yeah, no, you're big as hell, dude. <laughs> so no, yeah, I agree. I honestly agree. I couldn't even think of anyone to play that part. If I see Bertista or some shit, I'm gonna I'm gonna lose my mind. Bruh, no. I I'd be so pissed. so um yeah, no, I agree with you. I think I think both of them would be perfect. Because it's like, you've already been doing it for this long. You might as well just mm-hmm. hop on on screen. You know what I'm saying? Get shit going. But, nah, that'd be that'd be dope as fuck, honestly. Amazon. Amazon in a bag right now. <laughs> Nigga, you telling me. Because, like, that, and we know they got money, bro. They be throwing money at their shows. Like, the Lord of the Rings show, every episode looked like yeah. its own movie. That shit was gorgeous, yeah. bruh. So they got the Lord of the Rings show. The they boys. got that. Invincible season two is premiering early 2023. So we're getting that. Like you said, we got the boys. The boys looks like mm-hmm. its own movie too. Every episode. So like, look, I Amazon ain't missed yet. They ain't let me down. I don't watch the boys, but even then, like if we keep it in buck, yeah, Amazon ain't missing. <laughs> bruh top tier and you only don't watch the boys because right. like, it's a lot you feel me like it's not for everybody just with all the gore the weird situations um it, it's it's just crazy it's a crazy ass show so it's understandable if you don't watch it but that's like top tier superhero show as well so it's like yeah amazon ain't missing they deep so and they burning I'm, right now I'm, yeah I'm, <laughs> I'm curious to see what they could do because something's telling me they about to do this bitch right <laughs> Bro, that's what I'm saying. Like, if they do this right, bro, if they don't miss with this shit, it can be one of the best TV series yeah, of all time. Without question, like without hesitation. Because yeah. what people got like Game of Thrones and and Breaking Bad and like The Wire and all this shit for like the best TV shows of all time, nigga. God of War, if done correctly, is gonna shit on Game of Thrones easily, easily. Yeah, but so, not The Wire. Uh, uh, yeah, I wasn't gonna go that far. I mean, <laughs> saying the wire, I, I'll die on the hill, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> shit, that shit is depressing and sad. But let's keep it a buck. Right, well, damn, I love a lot of TV, but the wire, yeah, that's in the same old category. I say the wire and Breaking, Breaking Bad. Bad are Breaking Bad is one yeah. of the greatest shows of all time. I'm not gonna uh, argue with you on that. So, boom, you feel me? A lot of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Your whole tendencies is high today, huh? I ain't never been that. <laughs> but anyways. A lot of shit has dropped since we've been gone, man. So boom, we got into the short review section. Let's get started with Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Just dropped on Netflix. Um, it had a limited theater run before the drop on Netflix, so I know a few people saw it in theaters. I wish now that I've seen it. I do wish I saw it in theaters because this movie is so beautiful, bruh. Like, stop motion animation. And we know we got a Pinocchio remake from Disney earlier this year, live action remake. Oh, that shit was yeah. ass. Yeah, yeah. That shit was what? ass. And then we come to, I watched you that never shit, told but I'm not me. gonna lie. But, no, I, did didn't, watch I forgot that shit even came out. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I watched it and I didn't tell really? you because it's ass. That's like, what right? Bruh, it's yes, it's terrible, Damn. bruh. It's yeah, I don't hell ever forgot, bruh. So you ever. said it, it just sparks in my head. 
yeah yeah don't see i don't talk about it because it's, it's just like that like no <laughs> like don't ever watch that shit bro don't ever i mean to cut you off i just truly was like that shit, oh bro. shit like i really forgot that shit came out <laughs> nah 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 it's it's bad bro but like i said going from that and going into guillermo del toro's I mean, of course, like we talked about last year, like when we first started the podcast, bro, and they announced the live action Pinocchio on Disney Plus. And I was telling you, nigga, there's a million Pinocchio movies. And you're like, no, there's not. I'm like, Google that shit right now. There's as many <laughs> Pinocchio movies as there are like Cinderella's. And you're like, it's ridiculous how many Pinocchio movies there are. So going into this one, I'm like, it's another Pinocchio movie. I mean, I like Guillermo del Toro as a filmmaker, as a writer. I, I like his aesthetic. So I'm like, I'll give it a chance. His changes that he made to the story where they're in fascist Italy, um, Pleasure Island isn't some like mystical, like magical island that turns boys into donkeys. It's actually a war camp for young boys. Um, Jiminy Cricket being Pinocchio's heart instead of his conscious. Um, Even the Blue Fairy being the epitome of life and her sister being the epitome of death with Pinocchio dying and having to come back. Um, and it was just so heartfelt in the music. I don't think I've ever seen a Guillermo del Toro musical per se. I don't think he's ever done one. Um, but just everything from the animation, the story, the voice acting, it was, it was beautiful, man. It still has that Guillermo del Toro aesthetic. It's still kind of scary. I won't say scary. It's just like off putting. Um, but it's it's one of the best movies of the year to me, and I I definitely recommend it. But what no, you yeah, think, I bro? agree with you. It it <laughs> yeah, I was really yeah, it definitely took my my breath away because I really wasn't expecting that, and I was like, oh shit, yeah, this one dropped. And I think I was thinking that it was the Disney one, but I just completely forgot. Mm. So I was like, oh shit, let me turn this on, and it was obviously your own. I was like, oh shit, this is fucking beautiful <laughs> like bro i was nine minutes yeah, in i was like oh i'm so oh i'm told already nigga this is it <laughs> this is it because like you said i really had i just couldn't remember all the pinocchios that came out and so once i found out i'm like oh yeah this was ass and i remember the one on vhs we had because it was a little boy on the blue vhs and he was wood or whatever mm-hmm. and that was probably the last one i seen in an animation one from like back in the day but no, at all these, yeah, no, without a doubt, this one is, this one definitely took the took the cake. And I'm so tired of niggas not paying attention to Guillermo like that either, because that man is a fucking genius when he, he don't. He don't man, miss. He don't. Like, that was really, really good. And I was really surprised because, you know, I'm not an animation type of guy. But that gave me like the Nightmare Before mm-hmm. Christmas, the Caroline type vibe. So I was like, oh, yeah. This is it. This is what I needed right here. I watched that whole bitch. I don't even think I stopped it. <laughs> I watched the whole thing from beginning to end that quick, bro. Because <laughs> it really was just that good. Right. And like you said, it, was, it wasn't it was scary, but it gave you that vibe of just like, you know, like a little uncomfortable. Like, all right, nigga, what weird mm-hmm. shit you about to do up here? <laughs> this is supposed to be kid. But when you think about the Pinocchio story, it's not kid friendly. You know what I mean? Like, that story in itself is yeah. fucking weird. So, honestly, this was the right man to get it. So, yeah, no. I agree. That movie's up there. For animation? Yeah, it's up there. Yeah, yeah. This shit, like, 
And just the way it it dealt with things in right. an adult way, like yes, it's a kids movie. Yes, it was rated PG. But I was watching some behind the scenes shit too, and I was watching one of his interviews, and he was like, "People need to understand that animation is not a lesser form of art. Animation is a medium. You know what I'm saying? Like animation is a medium to tell stories, just like live action is a live action movies and film is a medium to tell stories." We're telling the same stories. It's just mine happens to be animated and you have to actually move the objects by hand. And he was even talking about making stop motion look realistic. And he's like, it's not you making it as smooth as possible. It's the little things like little things like people missing a step when they're walking up like that's human. And that's how you have to make these people feel. I was like, this nigga's an artist. It's true, bro. It's this true. Nigga Niggas be like, why don't you artist. like cartoons? It's like, I don't not like cartoons. It's just, I need an adult factor for that shit to work mm-hmm. for me. Cause it's like, I'm not, a, we're not kids no more. You know what I mean? Obviously, I don't have a problem watching the cartoon, but if I'm gonna watch a cartoon, I need to feel like, like an adult. Niggas be in the anime because that shit's like mm-hmm. adultish. Niggas be getting beat up and shot and robbed and all this. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's how you know he's a true artist because it's not just a limit to, oh, I'm making a cartoon. No, I'm making a true story in an animation form and I want you to feel like you're a part of this story as a human. And that's exactly what that nigga did, man. <laughs> Bruh, exactly what he did from the themes. Like, because even like Pinocchio movies, right? We usually start in... Geppetto's woodshop, you feel me? Jiminy Cricket gets his little introduction or whatever. And he's already, like, he's in the process of making Pinocchio. This movie, it starts, he has Mm -hmm. a real son. You know what I'm saying? And it it tells you that, it gives you that, like, brief, like, five to ten minute story with his son. Tells you what happened and everything. And just the themes of loss, life, death, grieving, um, what it means to be, quote unquote, a real boy or a good boy. And it's just, bruh. Just the way he explored all those themes in just such a beautiful way. And again, the themes are beautiful in themselves, but the animation just ratchets that shit up to like a million. Because the the things they accomplished with stop motion and what it reminded me of was the first time we watched Kubo, bruh. Because Kubo's another one where we were sitting there just in awe, like, oh my God, bruh, like... This is amazing. Like, this is crazy. And that's it. The same feeling that we have when we were watching Kubo, that's the feeling I got when oh, I watched this Pinocchio. You speaking, you speak it, brother. You speak it. <laughs> Cause it's true. I oh, you just oh that gave me butterflies, nigga. Cause it's true, bro. <laughs> like it's real, that's real shit right there. And that's yeah, because we did watch that shit in theaters, bro. That shit was that shit was yeah. beautiful. Yeah, nigga. I definitely, I'm definitely plotting Guillermo on this one because it really was, especially for Pinocchio. Because, like you said, you know, all them shits are normally not good, but this one definitely was. And mm-hmm. so, yeah. Damn, nigga, you speak it. Ah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so if we haven't sold you on that by now, just turn that shit on. It's on Netflix right now. You already oh, know. They do sing just turn too. That shit on. Just it's sounding so like niggas singing. Yeah, I mean, there's what like yeah, there's a couple. They weren't even long either. It's not much. Yeah, and the songs are good. You feel me? Like they're they're pretty good. So again, turn on Pinocchio. Oh, one more thing before I move on from Pinocchio. That's just another step of artistry. Guillermo del Toro has a composer that he works with usually, typically on movies, kind of like how Ryan Coogler works with Ludwig. 
Um, and in the behind the scenes thing, the composer, I forget his name. I wish I remembered it, but he was talking about like his process for Pinocchio and stuff like that. And even him, he was like, when we're telling a story, like I try to just dive deep into it and, and get things that make sense. So the score and all the music in Pinocchio was used with wooden instruments, bruh. Like, I was like, these niggas are next level. Like, that's so cool. So that's just a little tidbit. And again, if we haven't sold you by now, just turn that shit on on Netflix. Yeah. But moving on, um, Avatar The Way of Water also dropped. Um, What you think? (laughs) Play it, nigga. Okay. All right. I mean, I understand where I'm coming from. All right. So I'm going to give y'all nothing but raw, mm-hmm. uncut mm-hmm. honesty about this movie. So if you hate my opinion, mm-hmm. I, I don't apologize because it's mine. So I'm going to keep it buck. Like 1,000. If you like this movie, that's okay. I'm happy you enjoyed yourselves. But if you rocking with me and you know <laughs> that this fucking movie was fucking terrible like it was just terrible like it was not good and i don't care i don't care what you gotta say i don't care if you mad at me slide in the comments whatever this movie fucking sucked like it sucked like and i mean that in the most respectful way james cameron it's trash like it's trash and uh i'm coming because i really i really went in clear-minded and i was really like okay let me see this i even i even coughed up for 3d you know what I'm saying? Because I really wanted to capture what James was talking about. I just wanted to see what he's talking about. And honestly, I felt like the visuals weren't that great, you know? And I just, if one thing we've always said about Avatar is when it dropped out, it was the visuals that made the movie, not the story. And here we are again, mm-hmm. part two, the visuals are what everyone's talking about, but no one is discussing how terrible this story is. There's no way in hell Mm -hmm. that Jack is allowed to do what he's being able to do. Jake is allowed to do what he's been able to do in these movies with no repercussions whatsoever. Like, it's just, it's, it blows my (laughs) mind that this man is just so, he's just allowed to be free and fuck up people's lives with no remorse whatsoever. It's like, it's like Ezra in Avatar. Cause that's what it is to me. It's just, you got this white blue man just rolling around people's tribes and fucking shit up. And everyone's just okay with it. Like it's just accepted. And I refuse to believe that's how this world works. There's no way you could do the things you do in this world and just, uh, it's like everything's good. I'm the hero. How are you the hero when you're the one who caused the problems? How are you just literally just open arms like, oh, my God, he's the warrior. He did this. Okay, cool. You jumped on a big-ass bird. That was years ago, nigga. (laughs) No one cares. Even then, you still got their whole world fucked up. (laughs) Like, how is it okay you jumped on a big-ass bird and everyone's okay? Nigga, you blew up their whole, like, tree, their whole world. Y'all niggas was living in caves. Like, there's no way and then it's like we're sitting here playing in the water with a whale for about two hours right then we got the the old young girl playing in the water with fish and shit for another hour (laughs) 
<laughs> so I'm trying to figure out what what direction we we're trying to go because I understand you want to develop, you want us to get us connect these characters, but you can't connect to motherfuckers who barely even spoke. You know what I'm saying? You talking to a whale for two hours, like I'm supposed to be like, oh, you in the whale? Fuck the whale, nigga. <laughs> Fuck the whale. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out why this bitch is so connected to the water and the earth and the forest and all these birds and fish, but we didn't get that answer because we was too busy deep diving with the whale in them <laughs> and, and dealing with bullies. Why is there bullies in this movie? Like, I don't remember signing up to watch a Disney Channel original. I had asked for these weird ass bullies with long tails. There's just no way that people are sitting here in this theater and going, damn, this is the movie of the year. Because if you are, you're insane. The, the, the whole style was terrible. The story itself was not good. They made Zoe cry for about 18 hours of that movie. Jake ruined another tribe's life yet again. It was literally the same story. They just added, what's his name, as an avatar. He was just blue this time. Instead of white, he was blue. So it was a blue white guy fighting the same blue white guy that he fought in the first one. And then on top of that, everyone died again. <laughs> and then you got Tarzan covered in here, swinging around, jumping in water. That story had no point. That wasn't even his daddy. Forest people, nigga, betrayed them. Got their home tree cut down. Got they almost a whole forest burnt up. Killed Zoe's pops. Like her dad died in that whole battle. Right? He hops on a big ass dragon thing. And all of a sudden everything's forgiven. And it's like, oh shit. You're Taruk Maktao. Fuck that. Like what do you mean? He literally killed half your people. Like, that's not a thing that you just overlook because the nigga got a red dragon now instead of a green one. So, overlook that. We're in part two. He's literally a military leader at this point. Nigga performing air and ground raids at the same fucking time. Just murking these niggas on, <laughs> on Pandora, bro. Like, he a real boy. Like, he like that. He get back to the crib because his son almost got clapped. And he's like, you know what? I don't think we can stay. It's going to put them in danger. Oh, he's actually thinking about someone else other than himself. Wrong. Because he goes to a tribe in, in the water and is like, you know what? I couldn't put them in danger, but y'all, I don't give a fuck about. So we're going to stay here. How does that make sense? How? Like, you leave the forest people because you didn't want to put them in danger knowing the humans are after you. So you go to a whole other tribe out in the water and because you don't have personal ties with them yet, you're like, oh, it'll be okay if they die. It won't be that serious. Meanwhile, Zoe the whole time is like, we got to kill these niggas because they're not going to stop coming for you. That's the only way this shit ends. Like running away does nothing because they're going to find you. And what happens? They found them easily at that because he called th this nigga was an idiot, bro. He was so stupid. He was dumb. dumb. He was dumb as hell. Like, <laughs> the little old young Sigourney girl has a little seizure in the water. <laughs> like, a little seizure girl in the water. They pull her out. And it's like, 
damn, I don't know what to do. Maybe I should call my human friends that drive a human helicarrier that can be tracked and, and just have them come and have them try to save her. They come, they don't even save her. The little shaman lady from the, from the tribe actually saves her. And now like they're tracked. Now everyone knows where they are. So you just put the whole tribe in danger for this little Jesus child that you don't even know how she was born. And they never explained it. Like you said, she has this supernatural connection to the earth, to the water. She could control the creatures without even tentacle connecting to the bitches. <laughs> and now <laughs> the white people are on your ass. And meanwhile, they're killing all the other tribes that don't even know you, nigga. Like, they don't even know you. And the only reason they're not talking is because the tribe where you're at, their chief told everyone else to stay quiet. That's stupid. Because remember the part when they got to the first tribe and they're like, we'd never seen him. That's a forest Navi. Like, we're water Navi. We don't know them. Like, go to the forest. That's where he's at. The white dude got the chief's wife face down in the grass or in the dirt, got a gun pointed to the back of her head, and the chief still stayed quiet for a nigga he don't even know. Come on, bruh. What? You're and they lit his whole shit on fire. Everyone's house is lost. Gone. Now you're just on a fucking beach <laughs> with nothing. And you're the chief, nigga, and you let another nigga come in your crib. Fuck up your whole tribe and almost kill your wife over a nigga you don't know. Because a random nigga was like, look, Jake is with us now. So don't say anything, please. I would have snitched like a bitch, nigga. <laughs> I would have sang like somebody. a fucking canary. <laughs> that was so stupid. He put everybody else's life in danger. For no reason. And then at the end, what gets me at the end is when he's like, this is actually our home now. And the only way we can help save it is to defend it. You didn't think that when you was with the forest people? For all we know, they're dead too. Because they went and they couldn't find you. He left them with a chief that's like 15 years old. He left them unprotected, unprepared. So they're fucked. You go to the water tribes. They track you there. They're all fucked now. Most of them are dying. All, all for what, bruh? Like, for nothing. Nah. Zoe was in the movie for like 15 minutes. Tops. And the only thing she was telling you was like, we need to kill these dudes because they're not going to stop hunting you. But your white ass thinks everything's going to stop because you want it to. Still thinking like a white nigga in a blue nigga body. Like, <laughs> come on, bruh. It was so sick. And then the little Tarzan boy. He switched sides like five different times in this movie. He, the whole shit was like, he thinks he's one of the Navi. He's been growing up around us. He even painted his body with little blue stripes. Soon as he get with the other niggas, as soon as he get with the white people that now have avatars, he's like, oh, I'll help you, I guess, find Jake and commit mass genocide. Like, that's... That's okay. I love them. But you know, I'm conflicted. Why? 
like you the whole movie up to that point you was talking you knew their language you was running with them in the trees you was rocking with them heavy then as soon as your fake dad comes he's not even his real dad this nigga was grown in a test tube and just had his dad's memories put in him (laughs) come on bro he show up this nigga's literally killing people in front of you setting houses on fire everything and you still translate for him you teach him how to ride the flying dragon bitches and then at the end you save his life over finding jake and his son's life who's supposed to be like your cousin this whole movie should have been called avatar white people whiting because that's the only shit that happened in this bitch I'm done. <laughs> like, that's that's my review. I don't recommend this shit recommend to anybody. Nobody. No. Because, one. like you said, the only thing that people keep saying is it's it's the spectacle. It's supposed to be the spectacle. When have we ever let other movies slide because they looked nice? Never. Like other movies can look nice, but like they'll dog them just for the story being trash and everything. But this movie gets pass after pass after pass from people that are just like, oh, no, it's it's the spectacle. This is this is what it's supposed to be like. You're not supposed to pay attention to the story. When have I ever gone to a movie and not? If I wanted to do that, I would have got a picture book, nigga. What the fuck? I would have got the art of Avatar and just read through it (laughs) at my leisure on my couch. That's what I'm saying, bro. That's what I'm saying. Sometimes I feel like they actually delete the reviews that are really trash in this movie. Because they got to, bro. There's no way in hell people are going in there and coming out like, damn, that was great. No. No, it wasn't. Yeah, there's no way. It's stupid. But anyways, if you haven't gotten it by now, we do not recommend seeing Avatar The Way of Water. So that that's just what it is. But moving on to actually TV. It's been a while since this ended, but we haven't talked about it and or. We talked about it when it first came out. We talked about the first couple episodes. And I just wanted to give it as flowers because nobody talks about this shit. Kind of like how Rogue One was. Um, it was kind of like the sleeper. Like, this is one of the best Star Wars movies out. And and that's exactly what Andor is. Andor is, one, it's well acted. It has great action scenes. And it has great themes. Like, themes of oppression. Themes of uprising. Themes of, again, loss, grief, the police system, the politics of the world. Like, it touches on everything, and it does it so well. So I'm going to keep it short for Andor, but if if y'all haven't seen Andor, it's on Disney+. Plus. The whole season is out. I suggest you watch that shit. Um, and I know you liked it, too. But have, have you finished it? No, nah, you know niggas on a budget. Something had to get cut. So we yeah, went Disney Plus. <laughs> 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 hey, it's like you know, guys, real max Disney sleep. Yeah, someone has to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel that. But again, the episodes you did watch, you was rocking with though. No, no, I still right now, this very moment, still think that's one of the best Star Wars shows. Uh, I guess as a Mandalorian for some people, but to me, Andor is up there, highest. Yeah. Shit. Um, yeah, but like you said, it's because of those reasons why no one's talking about it. You know, it's probably too woke for these toxic fans. <sighs> too woke. Yeah, exactly. But again, we recommend it. So if you got Disney Plus, go ahead and binge watch that shit. But there are 
a couple other things that came out that I just want to talk about really quick. A Christmas Story Christmas. It is a sequel to A Christmas Story um, and not not A Christmas Story 2 because they came out with one of those and that shit was ass. Make sure <laughs> on HBO Max you see A Christmas Story Christmas. It brought back the original cast other than the dad. The dad actually um, passed away in real life and they actually deal with his death in the movie as well. Um, <laughs> now that I think about it, it's almost like the white Wakanda forever low-key just with how they treat the deaths in the movie. Mm. Because the, watching this movie, I didn't expect it to have the heart that it does. Like, this shit like, will make you want to cry, bro. Like, I'm I'm not even lying to you. You know, I've never cried on a movie. I didn't cry on this one, but it did touch me. Like, I was like, damn. Like, because he was the patriarch of the family. <laughs> bro, no, like you are. You are for sure. I'm not even going to lie to you, bro. Because it's the dad, too. Like, you're, nigga, you're about to ball. Like, and like, I don't want to make that comparison, like, lightly. And I don't mean it as a joke at all. Because just the way they deal with the deaths, because the father in the, in the A Christmas Story family, he was the patriarch. He was the one that led Christmas every year. He was the one that planned everything. He was such a huge part of their family. And his death comes as a surprise to everyone in the movie. And it's all about Ralphie stepping into his father's role for this Christmas. So it's about him bringing the family together for Christmas. It's about him comforting his mom while she's also grieving the death of her husband, comforting his brother with the death of both of their fathers, comforting his family just with the death, even his children with the death of their grandparent. And it, it has great callbacks to the first movie. Um, honestly, it's one of, it has become one of my favorite Christmas movies of all time. Like it's that good. So if you're up for a Christmas movie story, again, it has comedy in it. It's still it's still funny. It's like the first one, but it just has so much heart in it, just with dealing with death, dealing with the beauty of life, the beauty of the holidays, um, especially when the holidays can be a painful time, especially for people that may not be here anymore. Um, yeah, it, it's it's a good movie. It it really is. So I recommend that. It's on HBO Max. And then we also have Guardians of the Galaxy, the holiday special on Disney Plus as well. It's also a Disney, uh, not a Disney, but a Christmas special. Honestly, people were hyping it. I didn't enjoy it that much. It it was whatever. Like the whole movie is just about Mantis and Drax getting Kevin Bacon for Star Lord because they think that'll make his whole Christmas just great. That's the whole shit. It's the whole hour and like 15, 20 minutes. That's it. They get Kevin Bacon. They go back to go back to nowhere because that's where their base is now. And then that that's just what they talk about. There's a slight reveal in in the show. I'm not even going like fuck spoilers. It's been out for a minute. Uh, Mantis is Star Lord's half sister. Ego is actually both of their dads. It's not even really a spoiler. It's just like oh that checks out. Yes. Like that's why she was there. You feel me? Yeah. So. You find out that they're half siblings and literally the movie ends or the special ends with her telling him. And then he's like, Oh, you thought Kevin Bacon would make my Christmas? That's the greatest Christmas gift of all. And they hug and then it goes to credits. That shit is corny and shit is weak. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. That shit, like people were high, like, Oh, it was such a great time. Like, no, it wasn't watching Drax and Mantis chase after Kevin Bacon. Mantis has one cool scene where she actually gets to fight. And I was like, oh, shit, she actually got hands. But other than that, no, that that special's weak. 
I suggest watching A Christmas Story Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> but <laughs> that's what we got for the review section. But let's get it. Of course, we got some things that we're looking forward to. It's going to be a slow couple of weeks here heading into the new year. Nothing really dropping. But if y'all are fans of The Best Man, Best Man Holiday, there's a new series. It's a limited series, so it's going to serve as the end of this whole story on Peacock. It's called Best Man Final Chapters. I watched the first two episodes. Not going to lie to y'all. Shit is fire. It's very good. And this is, like we was talking about before, bro, like this is one of those series that takes like 10 years in between each one, but each one is so good. No chemistry is lost. They care about the story. You can tell from the writing and the directing. And it's just a fun time. Of course, there's drama and everything and there's sad moments, but the comedy is also top tier. So I suggest watching it. The whole series is out on Peacock right now. I say just make a <laughs> make a marathon out of it. They got the best man and best man holiday on Peacock too. So you can literally watch all of them just back to back. But yeah, that's fire. So that's what we're looking forward to going into the new year. But of course, it's Christmas time. We gotta talk about our favorite Christmas movies. Let's get to the goat talk. What's your favorite Christmas movie, bruh? Like top what's your top Christmas movie? And then we can get into a list. Top, top. No, oh, Jack Frost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see that for you. The dad, Michael yep. Keaton. My yeah, <laughs> it has all the elements <laughs> for you. Like literally, it's literally perfect. <laughs> the checklist is just like, yeah, I can see it. <laughs> Jack Frost. Yeah, top. Literally top. No questions asked. Okay, okay. I feel that. Um, I think my. I think it got to be Jim Carrey's Grinch, man. Yeah. Like, I can watch that movie no matter the time of year. Like, it never feels out of place just because it's that funny. And it it just never gets old to me. So I think I think Jim Carrey's Grinch is my number one for sure. Yeah, I do love that movie. What you got after Jack Frost? So give me your top five after Jack Frost. It's going to be Jack, Trading Places, Oh yeah, Grinch. You know Chris Brown's in it this Christmas. Last holiday. That's a solid top five, bro. I'm not gonna lie. There's nothing on that list that I would take off, or like I got a problem with. So for me, I think. It's the Grinch in no particular order. I don't think I could put them in order uh, outside of the Grinch. Like Grinch is my top no matter what. So Grinch, Jingle All the Way. I love Jingle All the Way. Um, Jingle Jangle on Netflix. That shit came out like three, three or four years ago. It's a musical with Felicia Rashad um, and Forrest Whitaker. Was it that long ago? Yeah, yeah. I think it's been like three Christmases since it came out. Because I watched that when I was back in Cali, bro. Damn, I feel like that shit just dropped. <laughs> yeah. It's one of those, though. Like, it it almost feels like a timeless Christmas movie to me at this point already. Damn. So, like, The Grinch, 
Jingle All The Way, Jingle Jangle, This Christmas. Ooh, which one's going to be it my hard. spot? I think I gotta go with a Christmas story like that's just classic for me like and it's just the nostalgia bro because you know how they played it all day on TBS when all we had was cable on every year every year every year so like I I gotta put a Christmas story in my top five but I I feel like there's other Christmas movies that I I can switch out to because I also enjoy Jack Frost. Jack Frost is one of those movies. Again, it, it's very nostalgic for me because it was just cool seeing like because before you really realize what it's about when you're a kid and you only saw the trailers, you're just like, oh, a talking snowman like in real life, and it was funny. Like every every trailer would just show the comedic elements, and then you watch, it, you're like, why am I about to cry, boy? <laughs> You telling me? <laughs> That's why I, I watched really that shit didn't. by myself, no one around, because I'm really in my feelings, and that's it. And then I'll probably so if I do honorable mention, it'll probably be Adam Sandler, Eight Crazy Nights. That'll definitely oh, be yeah. my six man. But that should make me cry too. So it don't even matter. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Damn. I also like a Muppets Christmas Carol. I just can't put we it did, in my we list. Did. We just talked about that shit too. Like I can't put it in my list just because it is just a by the numbers Christmas Carol movie. Mm-hmm. But the Muppets just make everything better. Like that's my favorite Christmas Carol movie, <laughs> no <laughs> matter what. Like, so it's, like it's not easy to make this list, to be honest. Cause there are like a lot of shit that I watch. Like yeah. there's shit I'm like, oh yeah, I could throw that in there. So yeah, no, I get it. There's a lot of fucking Christmas movies. Black, white whatever you name it like there's a lot that i watch throughout the fucking 30 days so yeah but those yeah definitely top five right there is there any christmas movie that you think is overrated no no i think i i don't think i have a expectation for anything being overrated or underrated it's kind of just like a Christmas movie, you either watch it or you don't. Because <laughs> like, I, I feel like it's a Wonderful Life is overrated. I think I don't. I don't think it's overrated. I think it's just like you said. It's just nostalgic to people, kind of like the Christmas story. So people just like like it. Just like they just like it. It is long. As <laughs> they fuck. just like it. Like it's long as hell. It's it's so long. <laughs> It is so it is. very long, um, but yeah, no, I yeah, I just I don't think I have because to me, anytime I watch a Christmas movie, it's kind of just like it's just a Christmas. Movie. <laughs> I will say an underrated Christmas movie. I think that nobody talks about is "I'll Be Home for Christmas" with Jonathan Taylor Thomas. <laughs> That is not underrated. <laughs> Bro, I love that movie for some reason. I have no idea why. That's underrated in my head because like I'll turn that shit on to be like, why am I laughing at this shit? <laughs> like, why is this making me laugh? Oh, that movie is so childish. That's hella funny. <laughs> I really say, fuck y'all. Oh, a car? Alright, I'm on way. <laughs> Bruh. Right, I ain't coming home. I'll give you the Porsche. <gasps> the Porsche. <laughs> this nigga almost killed himself like every twenty minutes to get home for a Porsche. 
<laughs> I barely watched that motherfucker too. <laughs> 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 that that I can't do. That I can't do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because I mean, I guess it is underrated. Because yeah, no, I don't watch that movie like at all. Like I see it, and I'm like, no. <laughs> I don't blame you because, like I said, I watch it. I'm just like, <laughs> well, I'm not laughing at this. Like, <laughs> that's true. Like, no. And then I, you have like the fringe Christmas movies that like happen during Christmas time, so people are like, oh, it's a Christmas movie, like Iron Man three. Die hard. And like Mean Girls, Die Hard, um, like people put Toy Story on their Christmas list because it ends with Christmas time. It's like <laughs> y'all are like if you just want to watch something during Christmas time, just do that. Like you don't have to, you don't have to make it a Christmas, Christmas. movie. Oh, I, and it's true because I remember, yeah, because you asked me about Harry Potter, but to me, I don't know. I guess it is. I don't know. Anytime I watch Harry Potter, I just think Christmas sometimes. You know, I just. Do. I mean, it. What? It's snowing in. Mm-hmm. In the first one, right? It snows in all of them. It snows in all them bitches. Most of them, yeah. Is it always winter semester? I feel like the most. <laughs> well, they stay like each season. Like if you watch it, it's they stay first. Like Christmas, they either go home or they don't. But most of the time, they stay home for stay. They stay at Hogwarts for Christmas because Harry doesn't have any parents so he stays on campus um ron stays if you know his parents are visiting one of his siblings so mm-hmm. yeah it just depends but i know for the first three officially it snows but it does get a little off course after that yeah because i remember the snow being in those movies i know like you said people got their own holiday traditions and stuff like that and then of course the like you can make a lot of movies like christmas movies quote unquote yeah so it's all in the eye of the beholder, to be honest. But I think, yeah, I think our fives are solid as hell, though. Like, I was just thinking about your fives, like, yeah. I don't fuck around. Solid I know people be like, oh, Home Alone and Santa Claus and nah, shit like that. Nah. Like, nah, I, I, nah. Nah. Those don't really fit to me, like, for Christmas. Like, they're Christmas movies, but I don't know. Like, I, was, I put fucking the holiday over them niggas, to be honest. Hell yeah. <laughs> but to me, like, I don't know. I don't like Tim Allen. You feel me? So, like, all the Santa Clauses don't even exist to me. Like, I don't like those movies. I've seen the first Santa Claus maybe once. And it's we like, nah, um, I'm, I'm good off that shit. And then Home Alone, I don't know. Like, they're not bad to me, but it's just like. I just think they're eh? outplayed. Yeah, it's like, I'm not, I'm not really tripping off. Off yeah. home alone they show them shits, like, that. like they show them shits in like October. Like they don't wait, they don't hesitate. They do that shit like Christmas music in grocery stores. They just oh god! Immediately throw the motherfuckers out. So I think that's probably. I think they're just overwatched because I just watched both of them too back to back, so I could just get them out of the way. <laughs> yeah, like I'd rather watch Rise of the Guardians than the Home Alones. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I'd probably say the same. I won't watch it. But I would watch it over the <laughs> I won't, sad. but it's a possibility. It is sad because nobody believes in that nigga. <laughs> shit is nobody really, really that. sad. Like, that shit is really sad. That nigga is but really that movie, alone. The movie's fire, though. It's sad, but it's fire. For animation, it's dark as fuck. But yeah, no. Yeah. I love it. Like, I'd rather watch that and Nightmare Before Christmas than... The Home Alones and Santa Claus. Oh, yeah. I fuck with Nightmare Before Christmas. So, yeah, I get that. 
But yeah, I mean, that's all I had, man. That's all we had on the agenda. That's all we had going into Christmas. So everybody, if you celebrate Christmas, Merry Christmas. If you don't, Happy Holidays. And of course, we're going to be back next week for our last class of the year. The 2022 Blurties. You feel me? We got to make sure the movies, the TV shows, all the entertainment that's worthy of an award goes ahead and gets a blurty. But yeah, class is dismissed. You've been rocking with J-Rock. McFly Smith. Yay!